Good afternoon and welcome to Conscious Conversations, a place to express our desires for thought-provoking conversations that inspire understanding and encourage, encourage accountability. Um, I'm Sharita and I'm joined again today with two friends of mine, Randy and Sylvia. <laughs> So um, today's conversation is um, basically um, inspired by a conversation between a couple friends that I had um, overheard, basically. And I realized that whenever we get together and have these conversations about um, relationships, it always turns into a men versus women situation. Regardless of if we're talking about cheating within a relationship, if we're talking about considering um, another person's feelings or or what have you, financial issues within a relationship, rearing children, it always turns into a man versus woman conversation. Even though we know that there are many men that think uh, or or react to situations. Um, not according to what other men uh, would normally think or handle, how they would handle them, and vice versa. There are women who um, tend to agree with certain issues on a man's perspective. So we always, um, in spite of those those differences, well, I think because of those different differences, we very seldom are able to get an understanding of within men and women um, in regards to those situations. Like we assume that like men, we associate men with cheaters. Uh, women are more dramatic and emotional. Y'all chime in whenever, you know, you have a disagreement, like, nah, I don't believe that, or nah, I don't agree or whatever. Uh, men have a higher sex drive, and that's why they say that men require multiple partners, and it would be more beneficial because the woman can't keep up with a man's sex drive. Uh, women spend more irresponsibly or, you know, all these type of situations. Women are more materialistic. Like, are we in all, all in agreement on these situations or what do y'all, what do y'all think? Come on, y'all. Who's y'all scared to talk? Y'all scared, well, scared to talk. Oh, y'all really going to disagree with me. So is that mm -mm. what it is? Mm -mm. In any conversation, any topic, any subject, there's always that duality. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have that he, his opinion, her opinion. It's always going to be a versus, regardless of what it is. Um, it doesn't have to be necessarily about a relationship. Um, <clears throat> and we all, when you look at your XYZ chromosome, your X, I don't know why you got a Z chromosome, your X and Y chromosome. We need that extra. <laughs> you know, you got that, that, well, it's in your, it's genetic code. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to really explain why it's always going to be a versus. It's always going to be one, regardless of what the subject or topic is. Mm -hmm. How you grow a vegetable. Okay. One person has one way of doing it. Another person has another way of doing it. Mm -hmm. Assuming that men are more prone to cheat, that's just an assumption. Because mm -hmm. we don't know that to really be indeed true. The woman could be the no number one cheater. 
Exactly. She's just smarter about how she cheats. So women are smarter about certain situations, i.e. cheating. When we talk about cheating, <laughs> I will say this. When men cheat, we cheat for appreciation. Mm. Whereas a woman cheat, she cheats for an out. What do you mean by that? Meaning she wants out of her situation. Does she want out, or she are does. you speaking generally? This is a general. This is a general. This is a general synopsis. Because when a woman cheats, she's usually looking for a definitive out of the situation she's currently in. Okay. Whereas men, they go to be fulfilled because they're not getting fulfilled. Correct. They look for fulfillment. Most men cheat for fulfillment. Hmm. They okay. want to feel appreciated. No, they want to I- feel wanted. Whereas a woman, when she cheats, she's treat she, she's cheating with the possible with the determination to leave her situation. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I disagree. I, I disagree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, she's probably looking for some type of validation. She's not getting the affection. She's getting she's not getting the affection or the attention she wants at home. Mm-hmm. So she seeks it elsewhere, and so she may meet someone. And he's giving her the attention, the time of day, treating her the way she wants to be treated. So then there's a door, there's a crack in that door. So you basically just gave the answer that I just gave. She's looking for an out. Not necessarily. I... She's not trying to leave her man or her situation. Well, that's what... She's looking for the same thing that man is looking for when he goes and cheats. Well, Appreciation. Appreciation. Well, that's, that's, that, that's, that, that's the mentality of an alpha woman. Mm. Mm. So now we're getting into something else. Mm-hmm. But if we just consider not even grading women or put them in, putting uh, them into certain categories, but in regards to the statement of men cheat to fulfill uh, an appreciation um, as opposed to um, women cheating to get out. Now, I do agree that women cheat with no intention of leaving their mate, whether it be they feel like their mate is already cheating and it's a get back situation or um, the mate is cheating and there's, they feel helpless and he doesn't, excuse me, give him, give the, give her the attention that she requires or wants or she does it for the love of sex, because some women do have a higher sex drive than than the men in that particular in that relationship. We can't discredit the fact that there are some women who like to have sex for the thrill of sex, for the fulfillment of sex, for the pleasure yes, of sex. Yeah. So there there does exist that within the women within the sexes of within the sex of women that they can cheat for different reasons i think it's dependent upon that particular person just like men may not cheat just to fulfill you know that appreciation some of them is just a physical thing like oh she got me turned on i don't my wife ain't here but she here or my woman ain't here but she here she the one got me turned on i want to know what that thing do well what you basically just did it was a justification for the alpha woman. That was a justification of the alpha woman and why she cheats. Because okay, but you, it does contradict you, what you said. No, right? it doesn't contradict what you're what you're doing is you're trying to merge the average man to an 
to the alpha woman who mm. is dominant. Mm. And you want her to have the traits of masculine. I don't want her to have the traits. They just they, exist. They just exist with the masculine traits. And it all goes back to how we were taught mm-hmm. and who we were taught from. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times what ends up happening is that, quote unquote, when people cheat, they cheat for reasons. Mm-hmm. Everybody cheats for reasons. Right. You gave two. You gave the men cheat for one reason and women cheat for another reason. Right, correct. And what ends up happening and what ends up happening is that we want to cheat for a form of a substance, just like what you were saying. To get something in return. Something in return. Mm-hmm. So that's why I made the statement of when men cheat, they go in for the appreciation. Mm-hmm. Whereas a woman when she cheats, she's looking at an alternative out to a, a different situation. And see, and that's what I'm getting into. This is what uh, I'm realizing, or this is my perspective, is that we generalize things about men and things about women because you just said that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm essentially comparing the mentality of an alpha woman to a, a regular man. Like, this is just how men think and just so happens that alpha women think like this too. Alpha women being a subset of women in general. So women don't always cheat for the same reason, just like men don't always cheat. So it goes back to why do we put these generalizations on the sexes when the behavior is not attributed to the sex, it's attributed to your upbringing, your surroundings, um, the way you've handled situations in the past, the way you've seen either success or um, not success in handling these types of situations a certain way. Yeah, you can't treat it as a one-size-fits-all. Right, right. And which, that's what we usually do. We mm-hmm. usually say all men are like this or all women are like, all women are emotional. We know some emotional men. Do, do you know some emotional men? Men that yeah. act without thinking, but really, mm-hmm. you know, it's, there's no rational, rationalization. It's just an emotion. Right, but you know, a lot of them probably grew up with single mothers in the home. <laughs> so they're influenced by the emotional woman. They're influenced. Some are. Um, mm-hmm. I can speak on that because I grew up in a single parent home, mm-hmm. but I also had inf- other male influences around me to understand the why. Mm-hmm. You okay. see, and but I can only speak from my personal experience. However, mm-hmm. for most men that come from single parent homes like that, who's around their mothers and stuff, who we're it's just kind of more like a common sense thing mm-hmm. we're going to be ner- we're quick like, like even like going back to dealing with a child me as an adult dealing with a child we look at a, a, a little boy we're quicker to be like you know hey straighten up mm-hmm. sit up straight man up man up mm-hmm. whereas we look at a little girl we comfort her we nurture Call her we we coddle mm-hmm. her so we we as men do have an emotional side we just know we just Apply we, it to we apply it to different things, mm-hmm. and we should apply that more to our young men as well, as we do as our women. And so, when we talk about the cheating aspect, that's why I say what I said with the, with the whole cheating aspect, because a lot of the majority of men won't feel appreciated mm-hmm. overall. Now, granted, you know you have some, and like I said, you know there are majority of the ones that cheat for that whole. Getting out of a situation that's come come across like betas. To me, that comes across like a beta male, who is used to, who has caught caught on to characteristics of a female, mm-hmm. but they've been around enough women to apply, apply have these applications mm-hmm. 
in their everyday living. Mm -hmm. So now they applied it into cheating. Whereas when you, when you was talking about with the alpha woman, um, when she cheats, you know, she can just cheat and just walk away. No, because you're still leading with an emotion. And it all kind of, if, you go, if we want to talk a little more of a structure, we can... And what emotion would that be? If she's still cheating with an emotion, what emotion would that she be? She's leading with an emotion. Mm -hmm. An emotion of, of wanting, desire, comfort, mm -hmm. protection. Mm -hmm. That's what she, she leads with that. So it's not, I have this urge that I want to be satisfied. It's a desire. Like even in situations where women feel empowered, they're successful, they are um, doted on and all of that. It's not, it's not, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? That's not enough. Like you're, you're saying that even still when a woman's confidence is high and she receives all those things, she's still well, cheating with the... With desire. She still wants the desire. Want to be desired. Want to be desired. You know, and I'm not taking away from the substance of a woman. What I'm saying is, oh, she still wants to have a form of submissiveness. Mm -hmm. But that form of submissiveness comes with trust and respect. What you think, Sid? Trust and respect. Yeah, I agree with you there. And um, we some still? now some want to be submissive, uh, especially when it comes down to the cheating aspect, and some don't. Some want to be dominated, mm. um, and some oh. want to dominate, mm -hmm. and they may not be able to get that with person in said relationship. Mm -hmm. I mean, you look at some of these men. I'll go back to the men. You look at some of these men. And they say, well, she she's freaky, you're not. You know, there's a lot of movies and shows that you see where the guy goes for the woman that's a dominatrix. And his wife is a Bible thumper. Mm -hmm. So she can't even imagine, you know, doing the things that this lady is doing across the street from you. Mm -hmm. Because she's doing something that pushes his... Buttons. Mm -hmm. Same with women. I mean, you meet a guy or a woman, whichever preference, whatever you prefer. You meet this individual, they intrigue you. Mm -hmm. You're bored at home, but you, for the life of you, you cannot find it in yourself to leave home. Mm -hmm. But that one night could pretty much change your whole world. Mm -hmm. And I'm not justifying cheating. It's just one of those things where... Are you comfortable going to your mate or partner and say, hey, this is what's going on with me. Mm -hmm. Can we try this? Mm -hmm. I have this fantasy. Are you willing to help fulfill exactly. this Exactly. Are you open to try something different, something new? Mm -hmm. And if you get the answer of no, it's either it's on that individual to either just put it to bed, leave it alone, stay faithful, or she's going to go out. Mm -hmm. She's going to do it. Mm -hmm. same, right. with the, same with the guys. And some people think that just because they say, oh, no, I'm not with that, then that's, that squashes it. That's the end of it. But there's still this desire that has been sparked within that, that person that they want to have fulfilled. Exactly. Just because you deny it doesn't mean that it just goes away. So what do you do? If your partner says, hey, you know, 
We get it, pop. It's it's all right, you know. But I want I want to try something new. I want to dress up, or I want to go somewhere. I want to be strangers and meet up, or they have some fantasy. Mm-hmm. How open are you to fulfilling the fantasy, and to what extent are you willing to go? Like, is it just fantasy make believe, or is it introducing an extra person into the bedroom? Is it uh, not even an extra person, but you both seeing other people or having an outside like open to what ex- yeah open relationship like to what extent? So basically, what you're basically asking is what level of intimacy are you willing to do for your mate? And so not not just willing to do for your mate, but are you willing to open yourself up to and explore and experience yourself? Because if you only think of it as doing something for your mate, you're going to be unfulfilled as well. You're going to be unhappy as well because you really don't want to do it. You're just trying to make them happy. Right. Correct. But yeah. but then also, too, it, it comes with sexual maturity. Mm. And with sexual maturity is if, when you want to experiment with mm-hmm. things, you have to have the comfort level not only with your sexuality, but mm-hmm. you have to also have the comfort level of your body and whom's by whom other body you'll be dealing with mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. you know because we all have our fantasies and some of us act on our fantasies more than others mm-hmm. some of us just <laughs> let leave leave be for what it is mm-hmm. but with that sexual maturity you have to also understand the level what level are you willing to go by self self-wise now as far as a mate Sexual maturity also come into play because you know that appreciation also comes with that. Mm-hmm. Whereas self, you appreciate self. Mm-hmm. You'll be appreciating your sex drive, mm-hmm. your your hormonal balances. You'll mm-hmm. appreciate those things. Mm-hmm. So with with a mate, that sexual maturity, there's levels to it. There's always going to be levels to that. Because we all mature in a different way. Different mm-hmm. You know, some of our, some of our, some of us, our sex drive mature faster than others. Mm-hmm. Some of us kind of just go in and, okay, that's it. Kind of a little basic. Basic. A little simple. Simple, yeah. but this is all I want to do. Mm-hmm. But some, <coughs> excuse me, but someone wants to enhance. Mm-hmm. And with enhancing, that's where that sexual maturity comes in there. I mean, you have to be mature enough to want to take those steps. Is it maturity or is it just exploration? Because you can reach a sexual a sexual maturity level but not want to explore all the realms of sexuality and sexual experiences that are out there. That's true. That's true. But like I, you know, you want to evolve Mm-hmm. And that's a personal challenge in yourself. Like, do you want to evolve with your sexuality? Do you want to evolve an enhancement of other avenues? You know, it's like you're trying to recreate something new. You're also constantly finding something new to interpret to make it more exciting, much mm-hmm. more of a rush. Because mm-hmm. if anything, all of it's an adrenaline rush mm-hmm. in itself. So you have to want, do you want that adrenaline rush? So is that your perspective on that? Is that, do you think that 50% of men agree with you? 90% of men, 100% of men agree with that? Like, is that how most men view sex as you're maturing at levels and sometimes the woman is not at your level of mat- sexual maturity? And so you is you leaving it up to yourself to go out there and explore 
the different levels of sexual maturity that exist out there because most for most men we don't talk about sexual maturity if anything we talk about think like depending on like with a mate we're not going to talk about what we did with a mate mm-hmm. versus what we do with just someone else after just some random random something random mm-hmm. something random you're going to tell everything mm-hmm. just because <laughs> that's just what it is whereas with your mate you're kind of going to keep things in-house and that's how it should stay it should stay in-house because everybody don't need to know mm-hmm. what you're doing mm-hmm. with your mate mm-hmm. on a sexual level mm-hmm. where somebody random and that you're not really trying to be with you're just trying to fulfill a desire mm-hmm. for the momentarily for mm-hmm. the momentarily fix mm-hmm. that's a little more different you know because mm-hmm. most people can go out and do what they do and be done mm-hmm. But that's why I say it takes sexual maturity and understanding what is what is. Because mm-hmm. some, th- some situations are presented as, as is. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing you can really do about it. You're either going to act on what is or you're just going to walk away from it. So, have uh, Seal, have you ever been presented with that? Like, let's explore our sexuality, how sexually mature you are. Have you been, or are you usually the one that likes, hey, let's press the envelope here? Uh, hmm. It's a little bit of both, actually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we've, I've, I've been presented with that once. And it's like, you know what, I don't know about that. Of course, I had to do some soul searching, you know. Search within myself. Can I look myself in the mirror afterwards? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do the research. Get a better understanding of what the person is asking you. And I mean, I always talk about, you know, being open and honest with yourself. But definitely be open to experiences. Mm-hmm. If it's not going to hurt you, kill you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, provided. You know, I like candle wax. I use the soy candles. They don't burn. Mm-hmm. Um, so noted. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Let's try it. Mm-hmm. And it was not a bad experience. It was actually like, wow, this is this is new. But I liked it. I enjoyed it. So I was like, okay, look, we can do this again. Mm-hmm. And so when I was in a new relationship, I wanted to try it on them. And they freaked out. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, hell no. Well, like it's not gonna hurt you. I promise. If it does, we'll stop. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like pulling teeth, but he did it anyway, and he enjoyed it. So well, he did it because he was really curious, or he did it because he wanted to satisfy you. I think it was both. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think it was a combination of both. Because, like I said, he was still apprehensive about it. He was still kind of like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, Screw it, let's do it. So, I'm thinking he was doing it for both reasons. Mm-hmm. Carpe diem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know? I mean, you, you're talking about bringing chocolate in the bedroom, but you can't handle a little soy wax candle. <laughs> We're doing grown people stuff mm-hmm. here. Oh! <laughs> so, what about... Um, well, Randy, same question. Is it usually you that wants to try these adventurous things, or has your partner come to you and? I'm usually the adventurous one. I, I I'm the rebel. I'm uh-huh. usually the rebel. I'm the one that be Woo! like, you know, hey, let's you know, bring, let's, to the bed, you know, because you know, I ain't gonna lie, I do got some handcuffs. And stuff oh, like that, so, oh, 
So we had done Mr. that. Mr. Officer. We've we done some handcuffs before. Ooh. You're not going to walk into all what we did. Yeah, but, okay. Um, okay. But um, all, I can, all I can tell you, it was handcuffs and fruit. That's all I'm going to tell you. So, and this was your idea. So she was gung-ho from the beginning or you had to kind of like coax her or it was, talk her into it or what? She was... She didn't think that I was that type of person. Mm-hmm. She 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 knows I'm a reserve, but uh-huh. I'm like, if I'm into somebody, I'm uh-huh. like, hmm. Balls the wall. I'm like, hmm, <laughs> let's see what we can do yeah. right right let's here. See how far this is. Rabbit hole. And truth, truth be told, she enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Truth be told, mm-hmm. she enjoyed it because she did. She like, because I knew how to do it. Not because I knew how to do it. I just just see what I was just trying to see the. The range of like, like I said, the sexual maturity mm-hmm. of what can we do mm-hmm. or how can we do? Because you how know, open she how open she was to be, it. Because you know, these are conversations me and her had before. Mm-hmm. But it's just conversation. Until it was conversations until we decided to put action into it. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we were like saying we were dating. Like this is my ex girlfriend from like off and on six years. So mm-hmm. it was something we both kind of just went with it. Mm-hmm. Learn something new every day, I tell you. Well, I think it might, well, for me, it's always been a little bit of, like, sometimes I'm the one that, that wants to try something different, and I've been in a relationship to where they knew so much more and were so much more adventurous and stuff. And there are times when um, we would have conversations about doing certain certain acts, and I'd just be like, hey, hey, listen. Listen, Linda. <laughs> no, it's a no for me. <laughs> You're not going to hollow it. I'm sorry. <laughs> so has there ever been one of those situations where it's like, hey, no, that's too that's too far for me. That's too much for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I never had a far moment. Mm. Like a far, far moment. But you know, I only done that like with one or two people. Mm. One or two sex par- sex partners. Mm. But I haven't done that with just anybody. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I have to really want to explore it and just keep stuff interesting if anything you want to keep things interesting and then you also want to see you want to develop your own element of sexual maturity and that was going to be my next question once you get into that it's like you can't go back missionary you can't just be regular after that like is isn't that is it or is it not something that you have to keep up and keep growing it's like you get some color like you have to keep getting that color you have to go back every six to eight weeks honey and get the roots done like <laughs> sometimes people think that oh that was nice we tried that that was fun and then they're done you know mm-hmm. like they probably won't need anything else adventurous or spontaneous for quite a while and then there's someone that's like oh no i thought we was i thought this was the life this mm-hmm. is the lifestyle you know one in that same energy same or or max energy max in that last episode every time like oh you know one up in it every time and a shock value you're presenting shock value mm-hmm. so if anything you don't want to get to the point where you become predictable and then that's where cheating comes in at complacency because when you're complacent sexually you're prone to like want to lurk walk out and just see what else is out there whereas when you have that shock value it's kind of like, hmm, what are we going to do next? And you have that wondering eye. Mm-hmm. You always want to have that wondering eye. You don't want to be predictable to the point where, oh, we do it at this time. No, you just do it just because. 
Spontaneous. Spontaneous. Oh, I love that stuff right there. You know, <laughs> when you're spontaneous with it, that's be the best. The best time. Mm-hmm. Get caught up in the kitchen. You're like, hold up, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, is it that the planned things are completely boring, or are the planned um, things like they can be spontaneous too? They can be still fun, right? Everything doesn't have to. Because some people like a little bit of structure. You know, mm-hmm. if you got that, that nine to five or you got those set hours, there has to be a little bit of structure in your planning. And everybody doesn't have those types of jobs where your spouse can just come in on your lunch break and toss the papers off the desk. And, mm-hmm. ha- you know, <laughs> that's not, you know, you can't do that with all types of jobs. You, you can't. You can't. You can't do that. And so is there something to be said about still maintaining, you know, that sense of a schedule? Um, you don't have to, like I say, that's with the structure. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to eliminate the structure sometimes and make it enhance. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just mm-hmm. have to just, Got you. you don't want to get like, even like with a normal job, you know, sometimes you get bored at a job. monotonous, yeah. Monotonous, yeah. the tip you make it into a routine. And once you start with the routine, that's where that predictability comes mm-hmm. in. Because it's to the point where somebody can, can truly see like, hey, you're coming, you're, you're going to do this. And then you're going to do this, this, this. And then you're also going to do this afterwards. You don't want that. You don't want normalcy. Mm-hmm. Especially, especially when you're, especially with, within sexual maturity. Mm-hmm. Because when you create normalcy, you, can play, you, can, you create complacency. complacency. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, so, you really feel like it's better to, I can't remember if you said it was or was not. Uh, you prefer the spont- spontaneity or a blend is okay or is is structure completely off the <laughs> off the shelf for you like completely off the table i prefer a blend mm-hmm. um a little red blend <laughs> yeah i like a little i like a little combination i mean mm-hmm. when we think about when you're talking about scheduling or planning something you or that person may have rotating schedules mm-hmm. so it's like okay Every other Monday, you're from 12 to 12, or you know, you got to plan that out. You want to get it in, but you got to make sure you, <laughs> you got it scheduled to sometimes, especially if you have children, if you have to take care of your parents, if you have certain work type schedules, you have to have it planned to a T. That timing has to be perfect, exactly. So, you know, maybe catch them on their lunch break, you know, if you can do that, mm-hmm. get it in. Good 15, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. if, depending on your situation. However, try not to rock the car too much. <laughs> People have a tendency to get nosy and start walking Rogue up to the window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Making sure nobody's being kidnapped. <laughs> see the, so see the windows fogged up. You need to frost your windows. <laughs> <laughs> Is everything all right in there? Hello? Why are you choking? <laughs> Blending is good. We're blending. We're blending. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's good. I think so. I think I would be inclined to agree that I like a, I like a blend of spontaneity, but then I also like structure. So it has to be. You can take the structure of time, mm-hmm. like your time constraints, and add some sort of spontaneity to that. Whether you change the place, you know, um, if you got to slide outside, or you know, in the car, or. My thing is, I have this, I have this thing, y'all, <laughs> about 
um, being at a gap like a social gathering or something, like giving each other the eye across the room, like, hey, hey, meet me home back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then slide back into the party like nothing there. You know, mm. I have that type of you know, it's just always um and it's not always welcomed well. It's not it's not always welcomed well, but um, I do have that that thing about that little social gathering and just being able to slide out and come back in undetected. It's best if it's undetected because if everybody knows what's going on, it's kind of like ah. And then y'all be shooting eyes back at each across the room at each other, talking about uh huh. You remember when I had my, your leg on my shoulder? <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. <gasps> Leaving the party very early that night. <laughs> I got a headache. <laughs> or me when you see me. And like say I'm eating something and you know it's already incorporated. So what about a lot, lot of whipped cream moments. <laughs> oh yeah, a lot of whipped cream and cause whipped cream and, and syrup was the first things that, that were is that is it just me? Whipped cream Child and Hershey syrup. syrup. Yeah, mm-hmm. those were the first things to play with. You know, because that's always in the movies and stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's always that's always on TV. It's like, try the whipped cream. Try the syrup, the chocolate syrup. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you got to switch it up. Yeah. Switch you up, de- do some cereal or something like this. Si- oh, cereal. <laughs> this a fruity loop. Listen, I heard about, somebody said peanut butter. And I said, peanut butter? She's like, yeah, because peanut butter, it, it, they have... Please don't have an allergy to peanuts. Mm-hmm. It, it has to work with. It does not work if you have an allergy to peanuts. Anybody? Yeah, have to neither one of you. Why, to, why do you want it? Anaphylactic shock. Like if I have to explain, if I have to ask, you got an allergy? To peanuts? Do you have any food allergies? Hopefully, you know this going in. Like if you have to ask at the time, eh, I don't know. But you have to work harder to get peanut butter off. So oh, that's why that's why they said that uh, peanut butter was a good thing because syrup it just I guess licks right off mm-hmm. and it's a little bit messy but peanut butter gets on it kind of sticks in place mm-hmm. you know and you have to really work to get it off so I was like oh I never would have thought of mm-hmm. peanut butter right another one I heard was I maybe we get too far <laughs> no 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 we we grown we grown around here we grown but around another, here okay so everybody's heard of ice using ice I didn't like ice. Oh, I, ice is fun. Ice is awesome. Ice is fun. I didn't care for the ice. Um, I did like the pop rocks though. Anybody for the pop rocks? No, no. no? But Balls, I, cough drops. I've done the co- baby, I've done the cough drops. drops. I've done the cough drops. Amen. 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 Look, look, ain't that like? Ain't that like? Ain't nothing like that menthol. That you can. Ain't that like? Ain't that? Ain't nothing, look, ain't nothing like a cough drop and you just going all the way. Ooh. <laughs> Like you could go all the way. <laughs> and if you don't have a, a cough drop or a peppermint, you can always opt for a little bit of mouthwash. Just a little bit. Mm, but it's not the same. I didn't do the mouthwash. It ain't the same, it but it'll same. still get you where you're trying it to go. It ain't the same. Mm. Ain't I the haven't same. done the mouthwash now. Make sure you get the right kind because you get the generic kind that ain't going to work well. Oh, mm. wow. <laughs> Branding matters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's not, it, yes. It's, or if you get the one that does not have the sting, yeah, it's just a waste of time because you need a little tingle. And a little gotta tingle. have a little mm-hmm. tingle. Yeah, I got, I got asked, did you use the cough drop? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> and it's so funny, the time that I use the cough drop is because I literally 
she wasn't feeling well. Oh, damn. So I was just like, okay, I'm going to do this, you know, because I really am not in the mood, but I'll go ahead and get these few minutes. You'll be done. I'll be asleep. And bam, everyone's satisfied. <laughs> and he was like, oh, my gosh, these cough drops. So I went and bought, he, he went and bought bags of cough drops. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it is what it is. But, um. So y'all enjoy the ice. I ain't enjoy the ice. It's, I mean, you know, it's, it's it depends on get... it depends on if you're anemic. If you're anemic, <laughs> then you're not gonna enjoy it. Yeah. If iron's okay. always low, yeah, you're, you're okay. not gonna that enjoy it. Okay, that must be why. That must be. I don't why. know about that because I was anemic and I still enjoyed it. I guess it's depending on where they put it. Mm-hmm. And then it also matters leading up to the situation, like how. What level you're on by the time the ice is introduced? Mm. Because if you at a two when the ice is, yeah, yeah. But if you are already on a ten and it's like the ice is introduced, I can see that as going up another level. Because mm-hmm. I, I met, I remember many a nights with a bowl of ice sitting off to the side. <laughs> Shoot, hey, you should bring that. How ice you doing? Some drinks or how you doing? What that ice for? <laughs> What that ice do? <laughs> so what about if the person or what if you are just like, what if they invite something in that you're just like, nah, bro. Like, how do you, how do you maintain it? Number one, with it being the other person, if they're against it and you still have that, that um, desire, of course you, you know how you're going to feel about it. Mm-hmm. And if, if they have the desire and you are like, nah, they introducing something that you like, nah, you not finna do that. You not finna put that there. You not, <laughs> we not finna go there. So you know how you would feel if they were telling you no, you still have the desire. So how do you handle those type of situations? Or if it, have you ever had to handle a situation where they're willing to go to a level that you like, oh, nah, bro, I'm not there yet. Mm, that it depends on the person in the situation. Yeah, it depends on the person in the situation. Like me, I I I'll let it be known what I will do and what I not do. Mm-hmm. You I, have to. You have to set up those I, boundaries I, I, I ahead of time. I'll let it be known. I will let it be known up front. My do's and my don'ts. Mm-hmm. Just like sh- the. Just like the woman I deal with, if she let me know her do's and don'ts, hey, I'm not going to put no pressure on you. Just like you won't put no pressure on me. So how then, because to me it's very important, how important is these the conversations that lead up to the getting to know a person before you are physical with that person? Like how important is it to you and what role does a good conversation play in leading up to the act? Mm. Sometimes you don't have to have a whole lot to say. Mm. Whip a pill. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Sometimes you just go in, if you if you just go into it already knowing what you're about to do. Mm-hmm. Rock it. <laughs> we'll get to know each other later. <laughs> as soon as you say some dumb stuff, them draws coming right back up. Mm-hmm. The well has run dry. <laughs> So there's, 
So there's really, uh, essentially, you don't see there as a see there being a reason to take it slow or to uh, build up to it. Cause I'm not gonna lie, still I talk to Seal all the time about this. I have this mental blockage to where I think everything before I do, before I do. So like I'm into like this. Uh, <laughs> I'm into the mental before the physical. Right. You know, so I have to have a certain buildup to get me to that point. Like, even if it's just, even if it's a physical attraction, like, dang. Mm. The young but, king is doing some things. Right. But I think you're, try, you're trying to complain, you're trying to create normalcy. That's why you have a lot of a mental block because you're trying to create normalcy and you don't realize how much normalcy that you're creating with your mental block. Really? Mm-hmm. Is that it? You create predictability. I don't see it as that. I don't see it. As, I, I see it as creating um, a sense of comfort, or um, yeah, you're, you're a safe, making a safe place, barrier. like mm -hmm. making a safe place. Right, but with that, you're you're creating the normalcy to to the point where you're missing the element of enhancement. That's where the, that's where sexual maturity plays such a major part, mm. a major important part, is because you could be blocking your mm -hmm. enhancement mm -hmm. just because you're trying to create normalcy in what you like and what you know. Mm hmm. Hmm. Sounds familiar. Because honestly, and which I told you, I don't, I didn't see it as. I saw it as me just needing to feel com okay so in my from my perspective um now this is not saying that I have not had a wham bam thank you ma'am in my life now I've had a one night stand I've had a wham bam thank you ma'am however as a 40 year old woman <laughs> Since I turned for it's like my my mentality changed a little bit, like my perspective changed a little bit, and I have to I have to for whatever reason feel valued. I have to if I feel like you are devaluing me or you're not valuing what I'm bringing to the table, like I can't. Like if if I'm J A B, just another B to you, you know what I'm saying? I feel it makes me feel some type of way. Well, I think what it comes down to... Is that the normalcy that you're talking about? The normalcy, yes. And then also, too, you created blocks based on whom you dealt with in the past. True, true. So because of that, you you created that to the point where now you're looking at it as not only a value, but you're going to want that to be around for a while, meaning... Whomever you deal with on that level, they got to be around for a while. That's true. And that's, that's true. And that's where, you know, that's why I said with the sexual maturity uh -huh. is that it's very important to know, know your sexuality and know your comfort zone yeah. of your sexuality, mm -hmm. you know, to the point of you don't have to stay within the confines. Did you want to add to what I was about to say? Because you were saying about the sexual maturity. Right. And I was equating, I didn't equate it with sexual maturity as I did sexual openness or an appetite. 
for the uh for you know exploring sexuality and maybe your appetite is relationship based yeah and because of the value you're saying that you want value and stuff so in a way you don't want the rush anymore you want mm-hmm. the value of the comfort of wanting somebody longevity, longevity. Mm-hmm. and so taking the sex out of it mm-hmm. is the intimacy that you want you crave intimacy mm-hmm. more you do sex mm-hmm. yes and that's where that, that is exactly it right and, that's exactly it and that's where that that's why i say with sexual maturity comes in there because so you're trying to say i'm sexually immature no i'm not saying is that what you're saying no, randy no 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 <laughs> i'm saying you're sexually mature you're just looking for the intimacy of that mature of that sexual maturity Mm -hmm. and that the sex drive the adrenaline is low because the intimacy has to be high exactly because when the intimacy is high the drive is high higher (laughs) but because that is lacking now i do make the most of the intimacy between like the different relationships that i have like um, a, 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 a certain level of intimacy, but that level of intimacy is so, is so non-existent that my sex drive is definitely non-existent. Mm-hmm. So what you got to say about my sexual immaturity? <laughs> you need to grow up. <laughs> tried to just you know what I'm just gonna go out and just enjoy the night and whatever happens happens and it's you know the Lord look after you now cause he makes sure that don't nothing like that pop off at all there's no nothing it's just a good time mm-hmm. that's all my pursuit is is to have a good time so um, <laughs> I think that you know I think that it's always good to um, be in tune with what it is you're looking for Understanding of where that person is coming from. So you don't always want to go in with blinders. You got to have some kind of idea of what you're getting into, especially when it's a new situation. Mm-hmm. Um, because intimacy is a whole different ball game when you're adding it into a relationship and you don't know the person. If you don't know where they're coming from, how are you going to get where you're trying to go? Um, so communication is also a form of intimacy if you can't communicate where are you going Mm -hmm. very factual I definitely agree with that I definitely agree with that and then also too intimacy and communication enhances the sexual yeah see that's who I am (laughs) that's who I am Talk to me nice. <laughs> Let's talk. Let's talk, talk to me nice. Because I can't even begin to explain how a deep conversation can get me there faster than dirty talk. Because dirty talk, I can do that just 
just for fun, really and truly. It doesn't have to be any type of uh, leading into anything. I can just, you know, have that conversation. But um, when you talk about intimacy and when you talk talk about the depth of the conversation and emotional awareness and emotional maturity, those are things that will get me there quicker than having a dirty conversation yeah. or talking it up in that way. And then, like, also, too, this is something I, I read um, some years back, and um, it's called the Venus Butterfly, I believe it's called. And it's about sexuality. Butterfly. Let's write that down. It's about <laughs> sexuality and stuff like that. You know uh-huh. how to uh, gratify your partner, how to please your partner, and stuff like that. And they were talking about how women are eighty-five percent mental, mm. while men are more physical, more physical, visual, visual, visual yeah, visual. You know, you're right. So they see something they like they may be attracted immediately mm-hmm. female may see somebody and say oh he's cute but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what else can you bring can you do you have substance mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i mean i've seen guys that he wasn't fine but hell he was smart as hell mm-hmm. and it was, and was a turn on yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i mean you have people that aren't necessarily easy on the eye, mm-hmm. but their conversation makes it easier to grasp and accept and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've seen some guys... And confidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, confidence is one, too. Mm-hmm. And then I've seen some guys that were very attractive. And very self-conscious. Self-conscious, not very bright. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. <laughs> and it's like, okay, as soon as you say something crazy... Now I'm not it's attracted over. to you. It's over. It's over. Yeah, I learned that even with women, it's like, you know, she can be fine as wine, but as soon as she's over her mouth, I'm like, WTF. <laughs> what the fudge? Like, why? really? Oh, why did you have to talk? <laughs> like, could you just look like that? Just don't talk. Just keep your mouth closed. Yeah. Yes. You know, open your legs, keep your mouth closed. Oh, no! <laughs> Your legs close Keep, your mouth. Mm, mm. I'm just like, Damn. oh my goodness. I'm asking for a friend. That's all <laughs> I'm asking. I'm asking. Definitely understandable in that aspect because everything, what they say, everything that look good ain't good. Everything that glitter ain't gold. Man, we talking about. Definitely. So, in that aspect, then what are some other, okay, so uh, they don't, they're not very bright, they're not very, what are some other turnoffs, some things that you'd be like, eh, eh, you know what, you just ruined it for me. Now, I like confidence, but I don't need arrogance. I don't, exactly. That's That's a difference. Turn off. It's levels. Yeah, yeah. When you just think you're God's gift to, creation to the world I, I no I'm good because mm-hmm. whatever I do is probably not even gonna be anything to you exactly it'd be very insignificant so yeah I like a humble mm-hmm. individual somebody that has a good conversation mm-hmm. considerate and I like the confidence I don't need cocky mm-hmm. I need confidence though because mm-hmm. I don't want to have to question whether or not you're secure in yourself. So, for example, if we go to a party, you don't know my friends for real. This is a time for you to mingle and get to know everybody. Mm-hmm. 
but you freak out as soon as I go to the bathroom. That bothers me. I've been in a relationship mm. with a guy, and he just couldn't handle me going to the bathroom without him. He'd oh, wow. A, he'd have a full meltdown. What? Um, and then one time, I was uh, going to the pool hall, and I invited him, and he was like, well, I don't know them. He didn't invite me. And so the person that was like, yeah, he can come, he said, what the hell did he expect? Red carpet invite? <laughs> Because you don't know him to invite him. He's, he's literally a plus one. Yeah. So, yeah. just come on. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm inviting you. Is yeah. that so, not enough? So, yeah. So, that that turned me off because it's like, okay, so you're a man that can't stand on his own. Mm-hmm. And looking at you like that, I don't see you really as a man. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm in need of something like protection... Are you, you gonna, are you going to cut and run or do I have to be the alpha in this relationship? So, yeah, I had to let that go. I was like, if I wanted a girlfriend, hell, I'd go and get a woman. <laughs> yeah, and there are so many instances where uh, I feel like you're expected to express your femininity. Men say so much that they mm-hmm. desire femininity within a woman, but there are so many instances where it's almost like we have to stand up and be more aggressive than we naturally want to be. Mm-hmm. And so that can be viewed as a turn off. Mm-hmm. So what's some of your pros and cons or turn ons, turn offs? You got to be approachable. Approachable? You have to be approachable. Like, but we're past that. Like once, yeah. you, once you've approached a person and once or they've approached you, what are some things like in the midst of the conversation that you'd be like, ah, I'm gonna check out, I'm gonna head out? Um, <laughs> God, is is your ability to have a conversation and not get disoriented thinking with one agenda? Mm. Like if you already anticipating the conversation going one way, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna head out because I've been on dates to where I've been I've dated. To where, like, I've gone on the first date and I already know what the situation is going to be. Mm. You're going to already, you're already programmed, like, okay, this is what you want. I'm mm. like, no. But essentially, are you not doing the same thing by having building up expectations of what you expect that other person to be? No, I don't go into it like that. For me, I, I approach it as. You know, once you see the signs, you're like, oh. When I see the signs, when I see the red flags, you know, and a lot of times we, some of us, ignore the red flags and and stay with monsters. You know, we know we know there are monsters. Yeah, you disgust me while I'm sitting here, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. We've all been there. We've all all seen signs and 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 made it be what we wanted it to be. Proceeded even with caution, sometimes without caution. My personal favorite is we want to take those red, turn them red flags to green flags, Mm -hmm. and that doesn't happen. Then when you got your folks talking about, hey, 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 not it, not it, and you be like, oh, you good side, you hate. Yeah, <laughs> you just want for yourself. No, because we think we can, we can, we think we can make those red flags green flags because we want to see inevitably, inevitably, the good in the human being, mm-hmm. and then we have been equipped with this knowledge that we have the power to change things. So we feel like, oh, we can change them, we can fix them if we love them enough, if we, you know, give them enough of X, Y, Z, they'll be a whole new person. And, right. then, and, that's, and that's the biggest lie and pitfall yeah, we tell ourselves. That, yeah, you and you not realizing you're thinking you can change and not realizing 
that you know there's a biological clock. <laughs> Some people are not looking to be changed. So, they don't see anything wrong with their with with any deficiency they have. They don't see it as a deficiency. No, no. So my biggest thing is I don't ever want you to go into in, in like when I'm talking when we're having a conversation or conversing. Um, I don't I don't ever want nobody to feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, but if you're if you're uncomfortable, say why you're uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Don't just kind of just don't be short word and rationalize it in your own mind, mind without letting you know you're already mm-hmm. painting a picture mm-hmm. that is not even there mm-hmm. so and i and i'm quick to be like you know hey i'm not your past mm-hmm. so whatever feelings or emotions or whatever dealings you mm-hmm. have with this person i'm not that person mm-hmm. i'm quick to just be like look go to therapy go to therapy if it's really bothering you that much, go to therapy. Mm-hmm. And that's something that a lot of us are so afraid of hearing and yes. experiencing. We the the dreaded T word. Like, how dare you? And so why is it like a stigma? I mean, why is it's it like stigma, it's like a taboo? It's a stigma with the black community because exactly because it goes back to what I've always have said about the house of love, house of Bible. A lot of times, what we do is the way we grew up and the structure and how we grew up. You know, don't spare, spare, spare the ride, spare the the child. And don't, don't tell, tell nobody what your business. In my house mm-hmm. and all this other, yeah. yeah. My house is my house, and you're gonna respect my house. What goes on in this family stays, stays in, in this family, mm-hmm. and you know. Not realize that sometimes you may run across kids and cousins. Mm-hmm. You be mm-hmm. seeing it, and you don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you got double cousins out of it, mm-hmm. or a double uncle, or a double auntie out of it. Don't you? Oh, your cousin is really your auntie. Mm-hmm. Oh, your uncle is really your dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, but that's but that's if you really want to be technical about it, mm-hmm. that's how it was. If mm-hmm. you go back in times with slavery, and that's mm-hmm. how it was having to reproduce. You know, brothers and sisters have to get together to make children. But I think that broken mentality trans- transferred over even to after we became free. Mm-hmm. Like once we had been indoctrinated into that that slave mentality, like we didn't realize that even though the shackles were gone, our minds were still, still enslaved. Yeah. We still were practicing a lot of the, the detrimental behaviors and mentalities that we were taught during slavery. Absolutely, absolutely, and and if you want to be talking about it, we live in modern day slavery now. Mm-hmm. We live in modern day slavery, even with people's our mind, our thought process, because you know, and, and it's based on materials. So in modern day slavery now is in materials now than what it used to be. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to have the nice car, you have to have the nice shoes or the nice outfit. You have to tr- like. Twitter. You have to trend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, trends only last forever. They don't last forever. They don't now. last for... Mm-hmm. They only last for X amount of time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it might be for a day. Sometimes mm-hmm. a week. <laughs> Five seconds when a new feed comes. A new mm-hmm. feed. Some come out more astonishing. Right. More trend worthy. Mm-hmm. But yes. that's important to... Uh, that's the That's why it's important to me to get that conversation and understanding because when and from from my perspective, when a man has a certain level of uh, consciousness, when he's socially aware, when he has an understanding about what um, the the materialism and the uh, 
what's the word I'm thinking? The, what's the word I'm thinking of? That we're driven by by money. And whenever a man starts to mention money, like if even if um, I just so happen to, if somebody's complaining, if a guy is complaining about work and I ask him what he does, because you know that's a dreaded question. When a woman asks a man about what he does, she's counting his pockets. She's trying to see if he's worthy or, you know, what he's making. You know, she's mapped out everything. But you're complaining about work. So I ask you, well, what do you do? If a man mentions money at all, because I'm not going to bring up money. But if a man mentions, oh, I make money or, you know, I handle money or in, in any type of way, it's an automatic turn off. It's a flag for me. It's a, because number one, I feel like you're so insecure that you have to mention money. And that is your way of like reeling a, a woman in. But then also a man get irritated with women who pursue them for money but a lot of times that is the the flag that they're wave hey you know i make a little money well it, it's it's a catch-22 it is it's such a catch-22 because now a lot of us attract which like what can you give me this week Mm. You know, what do you bring to the table? Like, think about a lot of the TikToks and Snapchats that are out there. Oh you know? yeah, with men buying women bags. Not even, cars. not even that, but the with it's now the women making videos of what bill can you pay? Oh, <laughs> it's like, oh wait a minute now. Yeah. You know, like yeah. the materialism, the materialism, the materialism. And that's like a that's a major red flag. Mm-hmm. If you materialistic, all right, I'm about to because if out. you honor <laughs> if you honor things more than you honor people. That's a red flag. Mm-hmm. That's a red flag. So if everything that you um, speak about is in reference to the car that you're driving or the amount of money that you bring home or you just bought XYZ, those are t- those are turnoffs to me. Um, also, consideration, if a person is considerate, you can tell, um, you know, a lot about a person by... It's just certain little things that that take place. Like when we um, go out, if a person actually uh, holding the door, something simple, something simple, but everybody doesn't hold the door for you. You know what I'm saying? Guys don't always hold pulling out a chair. People don't. Guys don't always do that anymore. Yeah, you don't see chivalry as much as you back here. Right. So, Chivalry's not dead. It's just that now, it's on vacation. No, it's not, it's not even <laughs> on vacation. It's that because now how the world has been interpreted, mm-hmm. you know, it goes back with single parents, single mothers with single with like single mothers with single with children. Mm-hmm. They're teaching, you know, mothers are teaching their daughters. You don't need a man for this. Da, da, you know, true. That, this, that, true. So I remember going on a was going on a date with this with this woman. I tried to open the door. I could do it myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then guys, she got in a situation of hey, you know, my brakes are my brakes almost crashed because you know my brakes are acting up. And I was just checking the cars, like, you know, and I said, you just need some brake, brake fluid. So I bought things of brake fluid and mm-hmm. poured it in the car. Mm-hmm. She looked right dead at me. Instead of saying thank you, she said, I could have done that myself. Ooh. I'm like, I was Ooh. like. Yeah, you could have. And next time like, you will. And I, told, <laughs> and I told her, I said, well. What you call me for then? Why you call me? <laughs> 
if you if you so much and, uh, and that's like a major turnoff to me. Mm-hmm. The it would be the stigmatism much. of the modern woman. Yeah, that is like the biggest turnoff because the modern mm-hmm. woman feels entitled. She feels inval- validated. She has to feel empowered. Mm-hmm. Like she's on the same scale of and, a man. And that's gonna be my question. That was leading right up to. So, do you feel like? Do y'all feel like the way that? Uh, Feminism, the, the the role that it's headed down, and then the the role of so many women who want to be equal to men. Do you think that that kind of kills chivalry? Does that take away from? Because uh, I've seen, I've seen a feminist woman who believes in the equality of women, the equal treatment of women with men, who get upset if a man doesn't give up his seat for her or hold the door for her. Or hold her to a higher seat. But wait a minute. You think that you're equal to men. So how is it that you now want to look down at this particular man because he didn't give up his seat for you or because he did not hold the door for you? You want equality. So is that not like, do you feel like it's wearing away at the gender roles and the men being chivalrous to women and women being treated uh more delicate and even the femininity of a woman because she wants to be considered a lot of women want to be considered i don't want to be a man equal the responsibilities of a man i don't want those responsibilities um, i will say this she wants equality at a convenience fee. at a convenience fee yes at a convenience fee for her so she wants the equality when it comes to job when it comes to the strength, the, pay, the, pay, uh-huh. the, the backbone, but when it comes to when it comes to respect, because there's so many, they want the equal pay, right? Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, I want equal pay. I think that if we do the same job, we should get paid the same. However, if I work for Kroger and it's raining outside and somebody needs to go get the buggies from outside, I ain't going outside to get the buggies. Yeah, right. Because, I ain't go, you see what I'm saying? Because it goes back to it. Go, it go like it which back, way is it gonna be? It, which it, one you want? And you leave and you leave, leave with the emotion of my hair about to get wet, <laughs> my nail, my nails about to get cracked pushing this buggy. So manly, so like like heavy duty jobs like that, you're not as prone to do it because you're more conscious about with go back to your femin um your femininity. Femininity, right. You don't want to. You 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 think about your conscience, like you know, my hair about to get wet. I just got my hair done like three hours ago before I came to work. I legit sometimes those things is like, well, yeah, I don't want to do that. Right. I don't want to do that. Or yeah. working on cars and stuff like that, like well, changing, that's, you know like, what's crazy? That's mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. I do want to know how to work on a car. <laughs> right, but that's just that's true. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, just overall. Mm-hmm. You're know, right, you're from, right. From overall standpoint, if you ask me to change the flat tire, I'm going to go change the flat tire. Mm-hmm. No problem. Shoot, mm-hmm. let me get this jack. Mm-hmm. Let me get this socket. Let me jack mm-hmm. this car. Mm-hmm. Let me get this wrench, you know, righty-tighty, lefty-loosey. Mm-hmm. Do what I need to do. <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. not hard. Mm-hmm. You know, but like, like I said, with heavy-duty jobs, most women are not prone to do it because they you have to factor in you already have the hardest job anyway of bearing children mm-hmm. you have the hardest job bearing children mm-hmm. in your womb that is a responsibility to you mm-hmm. me as a man my job is to not cover all of everything else mm-hmm. 
being the backbone, mm-hmm. being a strong backbone, mm-hmm. being able to do the heavy duty stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I ask you to build a house, you're not quick to, you're not gonna be prone to build that house. But if I ask you to decorate the house, no, you're, gonna, you're you're all you got the right house. one then. <laughs> you're you're right you're right there because you already know what color patterns, <laughs> yeah. detail orientation as far as colorizing mm, a home mm. but I'm asking you to build a foundation mm. you're not going to be quick Corn, to build concrete mm, that you like what you like what like what is this then you reading frames of how to do this that and the third for a house you're not going to be quick to do that yeah but it's not to say that she wouldn't do it no I'm not saying she wouldn't do it what I'm saying is not it's not what I would choose it's not one of the jobs right, that we right. would choose mm-hmm. nor, nor a lot of us would expect that to be thrown at her Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's what comes with the e- equality. Mm-hmm. Because you want equality of a man. These are things that men do. So guess what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to need you to bend your back like I'm bending my back. Mm-hmm. If you want that same yeah, equality. You in that job field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't expect it. Yeah. I mean, that's like living alone and I need stuff fixed around the house. Mm-hmm. I can't call my brother all the time. I got to get on YouTube and get to looking mm-hmm. and get to buying the stuff and trying to fix it. That's, mm-hmm. that's like my um, dishwasher. No, actually, it wasn't a dishwasher. It was a garbage disposal. Had to get on YouTube, go and go to the fuse box, flip the switch, turn everything on mm-hmm. so I wouldn't get electrocuted, Go get up under the sink, start pushing buttons and unscrewing stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Huh. Now, had I called maintenance, that probably would have been a fifty to a hundred dollar job just to go push the stinking mm-hmm. button. But then, of course, I'm trying to track my brother down. He's working. He don't got time. He don't have time. So we have to learn how to take care of things at home mm-hmm. when we don't have that male mm-hmm. or you know brother. Mm-hmm cousin nephew if we don't have that we got to do the research to find out how to do it or call somebody like a a maintenance man to do it Mm -hmm. um and i think what happens for certain females is i can do it by myself i don't need no man blah 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 it's like okay it's all well and good you can go and fix a car you can probably rebuild a car from scratch mm-hmm. but at once at, at some point in your life you're gonna need a man but see and that's the so i i feel like when women say i don't need a man i do this this and this but is that what you want to do are you do you feel that way because you honestly are content with living your life this way. You don't need a man. So then you don't have to man bash. If you're content with your lifestyle and how it's lived, you don't have to bash men for not living up to anything because you're content with taking out trash, cutting grass, fixing appliances, killing spiders, changing your, your, your uh, oil or tire, putting gas in the car. So it's almost like he said, uh, Randy said, with as it being a catch twenty two, we say that, or there's some women. I don't say I don't need a man because I, I need a man. I want a man. I want. I want, but I want my own. <laughs> I don't want to share nobody's. I don't want nobody else's. But I, I definitely feel like the, the women that are self sufficient because we are self. We take care of um, our business. We take care of our home. 
But at the same time, it's like you can't be mad at a man for not living up to some false expectation that you have when you present this attitude of being happy that you are at this place and in this in this in this place of doing things on your own. So you you're bragging in one sense and then putting men down, oh, because men ain't this and men ain't what they Yeah, it's not a lot of men that are the the builders and caretakers and providers and protectors of yesteryear. That's true. But is that what you're looking for? Because if that's what you're looking for, then you have to change your search engine for one you have to you have to change what you're using to to filter out the men that you're dating or involved with and then you have to be looking for certain qualities and be appreciative of the qualities that they do possess because just because a man doesn't have the ability to earn six figures doesn't mean that he's less than a man less than the man that uh, makes fifty thousand dollars, but can fix everything in, in on your car or build you a house. I don't think it's like you know what I'm saying. Like I think there's a set of women who look to to men who are high earners and provide all of this, but them men ain't finna. If something pop off on the streets, they ain't finna protect you. You know they're not finna resort to fisticuffs to defend your honor. That's not that type of man. But the man that's that there to fix the house, he might be that type of man. But you looking down on him because he doesn't earn what you expect him to earn. Well, Does that make sense? And, this, yeah. and one of the things I've always told, one of the things I, I told, I've always told women, I said, you know, when you start evaluating what you want and versus what you deserve, think about it this way: evaluate the, the type of evaluate the men that you date in between your legs versus the amount of men that you have curved. Evaluate the amount of men that you let between your legs versus the amount of men you should curve more men than you let between your legs. But, <laughs> you shouldn't. The number right. should not be equal. Right. But I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying from the type. The type that you curve. Oh, the type that you curve. The type. Because. So that filter. That filter. That, that filter that, that, filter, that you yes, use. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do that. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is because psychologically you're you're saying you've already set yourself up for failure so you're hoping that this person that you had dealt with you mm-hmm. want that same embody of that person but you want it in a high earner and most high earners are not going to deal with that type of woman that's true they're just and that's, that's that 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 i'm not even gonna say his name but anyways that's that person that be on um youtube all the time getting all the all of this slack uh about you know these types of conversations because I, I definitely agree with you in the way that we look at men and their value versus we consider ourselves in the value that we place on ourselves definitely that goes back to that materialism that we were talking about earlier right. how we tend to um, put a higher value on these physical attributes the, the, the car and, you know, what you're wearing, uh, you know, where we going and all this, as opposed to the spirit that uh, sits in that, that, that body, the soul that sits in that body, how his treatment towards you, is he respectful and respectable? Is he honest? Is he considerate? Does his confidence come from, is it instilled from within or is his confidence 
put on in the morning with that suit. It's his confidence when he crank up that car. Is that if what do you look like without all those things? Are you still confident without that that Audi or that Mercedes? Are you still confident without that suit, without that tailored suit, or you know, without that a hundred dollar haircut, or you know, what do you look like without the money? Are you still a good man? Are you still an honorable man? Are you still a decent man? Or is the, are, are those things are what make you? Or do you feel like these are the things that make a man? Mm, I see where you're going with that. Um, like I said, it, it comes with maturity. It comes with a lot of maturity. A lot of maturity and being comfortable with yourself. You know, you don't have to have it all. But, you know, appreciate who you are and what you have. Now, Challenge yourself to strive for better. Mm, definitely. Without, without definitely. Doubt. But you don't ever want to have somebody tell you how to when you can mm. do it yourself. Do you think men are more materialistic or women are more materialistic? Generally speaking. Generally, I would say. Or do you think it's equal across the board? Mm, I would say this. Most men go after women hoping that she never changes. Coke bottle figure, personality, all that stays the same throughout. Mm -hmm. Whereas women, women hoping that a man change <laughs> and evolve into, for them. Mm -hmm, into what they so, see. That vision that they the vision see. The vision they see. They vision, they vision like he's going to change. Mm -hmm. he's gonna he become, would be great as this. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> they, 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 it's always that. It's visualization. And you know, I think we all do that. Me and when we all do visuals. It's like playing dress up with the dolls and stuff. Yeah, like Ken and Barbie. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it's like, like you know, Ken and Barbie in the house. You know, most men ain't gonna play with dolls, mm -hmm. but it's more so with women. That's why I say mm -hmm. they change. Mm -hmm. That's why I say most women go after guys hoping that they can change them. Mm -hmm. Whereas us as men, we're always hoping that she stay coke bottle figure when we first met her, this, that, and third. But then once she start having children and stuff, you know, weight and stuff comes with that. And that's where it can be a turn on and turn off. But that's why I say you have to be sexually mature. <laughs> Is it sexually mature or just mature, period? It's, it's both. You know, it's both. <laughs> but I'm saying, but sexually mature to still recognize, okay. You still yeah. done. You still fine. Right. You done popped out three kids. Oh, mine. Oh. So I have to show you appreciation. Hopefully she popped out three of your right. Hopefully y'all ain't together and she popped out three of somebody else's and came back. Who is? Oh, yeah. But definitely. I definitely uh, agree with that. I definitely agree with that. But we do ha we do have that where, where uh, we've seen where the expectation is completely I've seen where guys are, you know, 300 pounds and uh, he's building a business. He might not be completely where he want to be or he is completely where he want to be. He's made where he want to be. He makes, he make, you know, he has a good living. He makes a good living and he has standards for the woman that he wants to be with. Oh, she got to keep herself together. But you don't. But, but you, you don't. Or a man that's physically fit and he has that expectation of his woman, but then she must cook clean and I don't want her to work. Okay, so and you, you look for a woman that, you know, fits that criteria. That's not what we do. We go and take a person that we see ambitious, 
that's making it. And we go and tell that person, well, this is the criteria for being my woman. I'm going to wait until I get you as my woman. And I'm going to tell you that I want you to be this as my woman or as my man. No. How do we do that? Like The, the, the standard should be set from day one. From day one. If but it, we hide who we are and we mm -hmm. hide those expectations until we get comfortable and then we pour them all on the person and be upset. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. some like I used to tell somebody, you meet the representative. The representative. So you see that person, they'll let you see that representative for as long as they possibly, possibly can, can get you in. And then next thing you know, you got the real person staring at you like, where the hell did you where come did you, from? Who hobbled who this woman? <laughs> this is not who I fell in love with. <laughs> I thought we was we was at the gym six days a week. Yeah. We were eating healthy, and now you it's a little Debbie all in the cover. Like, can I get customer service, please? I need a refund. <laughs> I want my money back. <laughs> I want all my money back. <laughs> definitely, definitely. But um, we definitely we definitely have to do better about being open. Like I try, I ain't gonna lie. I try sometimes to um, be rude. To be as blatant and honest and open as I can early on. And then I feel like if a person still is pursuant of me after that, like, oh, okay. Well, you 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 might be all right then. If you can take that and I was just being extra, you know, rough on you for those. Because, you know, sometimes those days be really rough and you're very short with the people that you care the most about or care the most about you so mm -hmm. if you can handle like if you can handle at the worst you can handle at the best you're worth um being around for the best mm -hmm. so sometimes i find myself being like if i think a man is interested or if i'm interested in him i will be a little more coarse than normal or a little more hard than normal just to see if it's if a complete turn off or if you know he like oh that don't phase me Boo, I'm 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 cool with that. I'm a man's man. You know, that type of situation. Definitely. Yeah, I've ran into some like that and then I've ran into some that just don't have don't get a clue for shit. But nothing. <laughs> they don't get a clue. They don't get a clue. It's like, you know what? Um now if I start being mean to you, next thing you know I'm a bee. Mm. And it's like, why go to that extreme when I've been nice to you and telling you the same thing I'm telling you now in a nastier way? So do you feel like you're putting on the B to get your point across so they feel that the, the shoe fits? Or do you feel like, oh, I have to make this point so you get an understanding, but my intention was not to go full B mode? Right. The, the latter, what you just said, because my mom always taught us to treat people the way you want them to be, the way you want to be treated, mm -hmm. as well as, you know, you don't go dogging people out unless they really deserve it. Mm -hmm. And I have yet to really find somebody that I really want to just dog, dog out. out. But, you know, if I'm trying to tell you nicely that it's a no and you're not catching it, now I'm going to have to say something to really get your attention so you can comprehend what I'm telling you. Or, I mean, you know, it's like, okay, so I don't want to cuss you out. Apparently, just talking to you like a civil person is not working. Mm -hmm. So if I have to say something nasty to you just to get my point across, that is nothing. 
then I may have to do that. Mm-hmm. I just have to deal with the title of being a B. So you, you're saying you try to be a good and decent person up until the part where it you have you feel like you have to be indecent. You have to be blunt and you have to like put your foot down and say, you know, you see it as you standing up for yourself, like, no. Right. It's not flying. No, it's not gonna happen. No. And they may interpret it a certain way, but at the end of the day, you have to be okay with you wasn't getting the subtle signs, so I had to get to this level to let you know that this is this is what it is. Not yeah. what you think. Having that escalated. Yeah. Yeah. And it should never get to that to that point. And for me, I I take no and go on about my business. Mm-hmm. I just love the ones when you like say if I ask for somebody's number and they make facial expressions, I'm like, just say no so I can go on by my right. business. <laughs> Yeah. Like, you know, just say no, and it's okay. <laughs> you know, you never have to see me, I'll never have to see you. Because we'd be so extra with... Uh, that's something that does bother me as a woman, to see some women be so extra with the turn down. Uh, you know, just say no. Mm. You don't have to, oh my God, I can't believe he you. Tried holler me, he tried to holler at me, girl. <laughs> but then that same dude go on and holler at Oh girl, and you feel some type of way. Like how you you how you feel some type of way when you curved them. Like be don't be mad, you know. And keep that same energy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so <laughs> how can we <laughs> the, the, one, the project pet right there? <laughs> Pat in the head. How can we become or stay? more grounded um, on personal, personally, emotionally, spiritually, you know, more valuable. How can we consider, how can we move to make the things that we hold value to, those non-physical things, those non-materialistic things, um, valuable to a person that we're either just meeting, just getting to know, dating, or in a relationship with? How can we truly... um, basically uh, get the point across that you know what um, I, I, I understand you're trying to uh, be X, Y, and Z and it may be in your nature to try to buy a person or to seek out these physical attributes of a person of a, or a particular lifestyle or whatever. However, I am this type of person. Like, this is what I value. So is there a conversation like that that takes place whenever you're like betting a person? Well, the first thing, first thing is you got to search within. That's going to be the main thing. You got to search within and just be honest with yourself. Like, what do I really want? Mm-hmm. And be prepared to have to search for the person that you really want and try not to settle. And see, that's how I feel about my emotional stability and my sexual matureness. <laughs> because I'm comfortable and confident in what I'm searching for. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if they are not what I'm looking for, then, you keep then, it moving. then I just keep it moving. And I let them know that that's not what where I am. I don't. I don't see it as immaturity, Randy. Oh, I see okay. it as... <laughs> 
You 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 made sure you, you directed to about, me. You want to talk about mothers? You know what he said? Why Jesus? Oh, you want to talk about mother? You want to direct it at me? <laughs> but yeah, that is how I feel though. I feel like you know. You want what you want. I feel like everybody get not everyone, most people get to a point where they realize what it is that they're looking for and what they're attracted to and what they want. And if you don't fit into that, that, that mold, or if you don't possess enough attributes to where um, you're, you know, you're, you're being viewed in that light, then, you know, just go ahead and exit stage left or you know just play whatever role that you feel is is necessary in that in that person's life you know if you feel like you're not being valued whatever it takes for you to feel value uh within reason then pursue that that makes sense like pursue whatever because you're not going to do anything to make yourself feel devalued no you shouldn't you shouldn't you shouldn't but you know a lot of times people do for a form of acceptance. That's true. A lot of times we do things not realizing that we look for an, an acceptance mm-hmm. of ourselves mm-hmm. or the people that we are around. Right. And see, that that is major. That is a major key. That and is a so, major key right there. Because I even look at it like from relationships. Some people get in relationships with people because it's acceptable. You know, you want to be able to have, like, and I don't like using the stigmatism of this, but, you know, I can see, I see women get in relationships with guys that have, you know, car, big cars with rims and a lot of money because it's acceptable to their friends. Mm-hmm. They can be like, well, girl, guess what he did for me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Little things like that. It's mm-hmm. acceptable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can see guys get with women so they can say, hey, I fooled her. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm so, you know, it, it's clout chasing. And then later on down the line, you realize it wasn't a prize. Right, it wasn't a prize. You just, you was just a gift. You was just a gift that you supposed to pass down. Mm-hmm. Something you go to the thrift store and pick up. <laughs> so, <laughs> you just stopped me, but me before I even had a chance to. I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just. Oh, not the thirst, though. You know what I mean? You got to keep it. You got to, you have to. And Sylvia pointed out with being honest. You have to be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to be honest with the situation. Mm -hmm. You got to be honest with what you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. When you're honest across the board, Mm -hmm. then everything can be authentic. Mm -hmm. And if you're not honest with yourself, you're basically rewriting a a whole Mm -hmm. lie. Mm-hmm. About yourself mm-hmm. and everything that's around you. And then the the thing about lies is, number one, you forget the full lie. And you gotta keep telling. You gotta it. keep trying to tell the lie in order to keep up with mm-hmm. the, the initial lie that you told. And then after a while, the lie gets so far gone, you have completely disconnected yourself from the lie. Either you feel guilt from from the initial lie or someone exposes you. It's just so many things that come along with it to to where it's just, it's better if you just keep it real. with. If you can't keep it real with yourself, you, you can't, keep, you can't keep it real with nobody. You'd be amazed at how many people don't know how to keep it real with themselves. Denial is a disease. Mm-hmm. It's easy to blame somebody else for 
your faults, your shortcomings, and your inadequacies. But a person that's real with themselves, I feel like they'll always be able to work through the situations and, and rebound or rebuild faster and better because of that, that level of honesty that exists there. Well, it's by choice, too. Mm-hmm. It's definitely by choice. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Man, this is another good conversation, y'all. <laughs> We went a lot longer than what was intended, but it was a good conversation. Do y'all have anything that y'all want to add to it or any little tidbits of information, any jewels, gems that you want to add? Peace and love. Peace and love. Actions are louder than words. Actions Keep it real with yourself. First and foremost, above any and all things, have an understanding of who you are, who you, what you want, what you expect, and what you're willing to do for those things that you don't have but wish to um, attain. Be honest and don't create a lifestyle in your mind that you're will, not willing to work for and attain. And don't put those expectations on the next person. Your life, your will, and your expectations are yours. And theirs are theirs. And embrace and love people for what they're bringing to the table. And hopefully you will be able to appreciate that in some shape, form, or fashion. It's been another great conversation with Conscious Conversations. I appreciate you all for listening. I hope y'all have a wonderful day.